Here it is, the Pistons Pod, with your host, Matt Derry. Welcome, everybody, to a new edition and installment of the Pistons Pod right here on Pistons.com. It is Matt Derry with you. We're going to hear from head coach Dwayne Casey of the Pistons coming up momentarily in an interview that he did with Sirius XM NBA Radio's Zach Harper, our own Rick Mahorn, and Tim Legler from last week. There's something about a rebuild. There's something about building something from scratch. And the one thing that you're noticing with this basketball team this year is the man at the helm, Dwayne Casey, is doing a fantastic job with all the turnover, with all the the chatter about players leaving, et cetera, and, and, and new players coming in. He has kept the ship afloat. He's done a fantastic job. And you'll hear from the head coach coming up momentarily. Uh, thanks to our friends at Sirius XM NBA Radio. A couple of notes here. You, you have to love the way this team is playing and competing. How about Jeremy Grant? A 43-point effort the other night in Chicago. What about this week's reigning Eastern Conference Player of the Week? Sadiq Bay, the 19th overall pick in the NBA draft. A rookie, nonetheless. Uh, nonetheless, taking home honors of Eastern Conference Player of the Week. And, of course, a lot of that based on last week's 30-point barrage in Boston when he hit his first seven three-point shots. And you look at what Troy Weaver has done, and certainly uh, the jury is still out on Killian Hayes, who was drafted number 7, injured for most of this season and remains out. And that's a young rookie that the organization is very excited about and have not had much of of a look because of the injury earlier this season. But drafting Isaiah Stewart, uh, at 17, and Sadiq Bey at 19, via trade, and bringing those young men in, those are two important pieces moving forward that just play hard every night, defend, and can score a little bit. And for Sadiq Bey to get this kind of look uh, and play this well, it's such a testament to him, and certainly, of course, to Jay Wright and the program at Villanova that has just brought so many players to the pros that have been solid, solid NBA vets for many, many years. But it all starts and ends with the coach. You've got to have the guy steering the bus or steering the ship. And Dwayne Casey, of course, has spent many years in the NBA uh, running teams. This is year number 12 for Dwayne Casey as an NBA head coach. Spent, of course, two years in Minnesota back in 05 and 06. Then got the Toronto Raptors head coaching job in 2011, and he's kind of going to reference that coming up uh, momentarily in this interview. Took the Raptors, of course, uh, to the conference finals, um, the NBA, uh, the playoffs. um, Got them in year three to the playoffs in 2013-2014. This is a guy that won 50 games three times. Um, And now here in year number two, or I should say year year number three, Uh, for the Pistons, Um, took the Pistons to the playoffs in 2018-2019 with Blake Griffin and that crew before bowing out to the Milwaukee Bucks, but so respected, so well-liked, and I love this interview that Zach Harper, Rick Mahorn, Pistons legend, of course, Pistons radio analyst, and ESPN's Tim Legler did on Sirius XM NBA Radio, and Zach led the interview off to asking Dwayne about the play of Jeremy Grant and how good he has been. And did they expect, did Dwayne expect Jeremy Grant to be this good this quickly, uh, picking him up in free agency from the Denver Nuggets? Take a listen. One thing that I saw, you know, I trusted Troy. Troy had a long relationship with Jeremy, a lot longer than I had known of. I had been watching Jeremy through the bubble, watching television, 
watching him play, and I'm saying, man, he, you know, he, he started going against the Lakers when he was playing offensively. He was guarding some of the best players in the bubble, LeBron, those, all those guys, Kawhi. And so you notice those things. But I didn't know that uh, one question I had was a lot of times when guys get more offensive responsibility, uh, can they can they be efficient with it? Are they going to turn it over every other time? But one great thing about Jeremy, he has accepted the usage and, and the number of touches and those type things and not really increased his turnover rate. And uh, so he's handling it very well. Uh, he, he shoots the three at a, a very – respectable rate he gets to the rim his his free throws have increased so he's doing everything right as far as his growth into the role that he has and it's a new role and as rick can tell you when you start putting the ball in a guy's hands uh, far number more times than he's normally used to it wears on your body it, it wears you down it's a, it's a it's a haul it's a load and he's handling it well he's growing into it he's not a finished product and one thing, too, he's a great kid. He's a worker. Uh, he's going to get stronger in the weight room to be able to handle the bumps and bangs because he's getting hit going to the rim. And, uh, you know, that's what, that's one thing that officials are getting used to now is they're, they're seeing a guy that hadn't been in that role before all at once. He's going to the rim, getting knocked down, getting hit, getting bumped, and uh, he's getting the respect of, respect of the officials. So uh, he's doing a good job, and, uh, again, we need him to be that going forward, building our program. He's one of our going to be one of our go-to guys, and uh, we're we're excited about that. What's up, Case? I'm long to, hey. Man, I miss, I miss being on the road with you, buddy. I mean, this is, this is kind of strange, but you know, Coach, I, I look at uh, the way that you know you. I've known you for for not saying forever, but I've known you for a long time. And I love the way that you of the approach of the game. But you know, what kind of adjustments have you had to make with so much turnover with with different guys? Uh, you, now you just got three guys from the from last year, and and trying to incorporate with the adjustment of this season the way it is. Well, Rick, just like you just said, you know, not seeing you at lunch every every day after shoot around, <laughs> all those things, the habits we had. You know, it's such an unusual year, but going in with 11 new guys, uh, four rookies uh, that haven't ever seen an NBA, you know, basketball practice or whatever, uh, it's a huge adjustment. You have to go back to the fundamentals. You really have to pare things down and keep them simple. Uh, All the nuances you usually get with, you know, low clock situations, uh, we're kind of picking up nuances in different sets now because we, you know, 20 games in. But it's been a huge adjustment. You have to simplify, uh, make sure the spacing is there, understanding where guys like the ball, where they, uh, the you know the kickouts, where you kick out your outlets are. All those things are we're learning as we go, and it's a painful experience because uh, you know it's a lot easier. And you look at Utah. Quinn Snyder has done a great job with that team, but the continuity has been there. They don't have to read each other, learn each other on the fly as we are. And it's no, it, it, you know, it sounds like an excuse, but it's reality. And, uh, it, you know, it's it's a challenge. But, again, we knew we were going to rebuild this team uh, from, from, from the bottom up, and we're going through it now. We're learning. We're growing. We're getting better in a lot of ways. It probably it doesn't come out on the scoreboard, but uh, it, it's coming along there. 
Coach, I'd like to get your thoughts on on what you guys saw in Josh Jackson uh, before you brought him in and, and what you've seen in his growth as the year's going on. Obviously, this was a guy that was a fourth pick in the draft in Phoenix. It, it started his career, I'm sure, did not go the way that he thought it would. It was was not even in the NBA at one point. And yet here he is for you, you know, playing 24 minutes a night and probably playing the most consistent basketball of his early NBA career. I just want to get your thoughts on what you guys saw in him before you got him and, and what growth you've seen in him or what he, maybe he surprised you with since you've had him. Well, Tim, the thing about it is, is, you know, he's a typical guy like last year. Everybody around the league was calling me, don't touch Christian Wood, leave him alone, he's a bad guy, da-da-da, this and that, whatever. Never had one experience, bad experience with Christian. I think he was late one time, and I took all of his money I could. Uh, you, and Rick <laughs> probably remember he was late for a plane. So, and I almost yep. made a, a plane ticket. So that was the only experience I ever had with Christian Wood. And at that time, he I think he got lost coming to the airport. But same thing with Josh. Leave him alone, bad guy, da-da-da. My thing about people in life, everybody's looking for an opportunity. You know, I've been in this league long enough in college basketball, right? I've seen all kind of personalities, all kind of people, situations. And people like – I'm attracted to people like Josh. Again, also Troy had, had been watching Josh, his, his uh, career. Uh, and you said it, Tim, he was in the G League last year. And uh, trying to make it back in for whatever reason, he'd been knocked down. And like I told him, like I just told Dennis Smith, Another guy everybody, you know, had negative things to say about, you know, everybody has a clean slate. Clean slate. Now, I'm going to get on you. I'm going to coach you. I'm going to make you better. And you got to accept it. Or the alternative is you may not be in the league. And so Josh has been a a student. He still makes mistakes, but they're honest mistakes. They're they're earnest mistakes. He's trying. They're hard mistakes, which I can understand and take. So I give everybody a clean slate, Tim, until they prove me wrong. And I'm not into what happened, you know, two years ago, three years ago. Uh, and Josh has been a model citizen, and he's worked hard. He's worked his butt off. I think this summer is going to be good, great for him, Tim, to get stronger. And, and he's understanding our system as we go along, where are his outlets, where are his kickouts, and to, you know, cut down on some turnovers. So, He's a shooter. We found that out. Uh, he, he can knock down the three, and he, he's fitting in as, and growing uh, as a player because he's young. I think he's what twenty three. I think, and so he's he's going. He's right on the timeline with the rest of our young players. And as long as he meets me halfway, like I've told him, like I told Christian Wood last year, we're going to work together, and I'm going to push you and make you. And in Christian's case, he, he's, you know, Olympian uh, invitee and uh, use that example for, for Josh. So as long as Josh meets me halfway, uh, we're, we're going to be okay. Tim, he's young in this league, top pick, got knocked down in Phoenix, got knocked down, and it's yeah. talking about those guys. That, and I'm sure you and Rick have seen those type of guys throughout your career that, hey, the, they smell the coffee, so to speak, and, and I think uh, Josh is right where Christian was last year. And we tried to keep Christian here and didn't have enough money to keep him here. And, and But, again, it, I'm, I'm happy for guys like that. And I tell them, I don't know if you're going to get paid here or somewhere else, but my job is to coach you while you're here, make you a better player. At the same time, try to make you a better person while you're here, and, and then we can move forward from there. So 
I'm, I'm, I enjoy watching film with Josh, showing him his, the good and the bad and the ugly, and uh, he's accepted. He's accepted coaching and re- receptive to it, and so we're, we're, you know, we're chugging along in, you know, his role. Pistons coach Dwayne Casey joins us here on SiriusXM NBA Radio. Zach Harper, Rick Mahorn, and Tim Legler with you. Uh, coach, uh, I'm curious, you know, I, I guess maybe that first year in Toronto, um, but you, you mentioned, you know, kind of building things from the ground up. I don't know that you've had um, a project as extensive as this year where there's such a teardown and, and then building back up. That seems like a very daunting task. Like, how do you tackle that in terms of the first year of that of what you focus on? Well, Zach, it's funny you said that. I remember in Toronto, it was a lockout year, and I was going to coffees in the morning to help sell season tickets. And so, wow. you know, Richard Petty was the president, and Brian Colangelo uh, was the general manager. So we would have these breakfasts trying to convince people to re-up their season tickets going around the community, and now you can't get a ticket to Toronto. So, yes, it, it's kind of at the same in a different way, we were selling basketball, uh, you know, to continue to, to rebirth the basketball in Toronto. And it was a daunting I think we won 23 games that first year. And so it's similar but different. We, you know, here we had, there they had a few players of, of the, you know, had been there before. Now we got 11 new faces, uh, young guys. So we are starting from the bottom. But, again, similar situations. And, again, it's painful. Sometimes it gets ugly. Uh, but it, it, it for me, it, it's it, in a weird way, it's fun because you are coaching, you're teaching, you, you're putting it all together. You're not just uh, pushing a button saying, "Hey, let's let's you know repeat the same thing from last year." Everything is new to them; they're new to us as a coaching staff. So it, it's similar, but uh, it can be done. But the difference also is, and I got in trouble in Toronto for saying this: Detroit is a championship city. They they know what the champion as Rick knows they know what championships look like they know what real from from uh, you know imitation so you know here is it's 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 different it, you have the base the the fans here understand basketball at a high level so it, it, it's it's a little bit different where in Toronto we were selling basketball and now they've got a championship under their belt from that and uh, from the foundation. So it's a little bit different, and again, I just want our fans to be patient with us. And it's um, and NBA fans don't have a lot of patience, but it's going to take that from where we are and where we're trying to get to. Well, you know, the word on the street around the people that I know is that you know you have the team com- being competitive. It's not about the wins and the losses, and you know, a lot of times you look at oh, we're playing. We're playing the Pistons. They're five and whatever, or six and whatever, and it's like all of a sudden you get this letdown where teams don't expect it. It's not like you know you you're getting blown out by all these teams. It's just the competitiveness that you know you have inspired in this team. But also speaking of that, what have you inspired with uh, Delon Wright, man? I, I just love the way that he's looking for his shot, but also the way that he's being at that point guard, being an extension of you. Well, Rick, it, that is funny, too, because we drafted, they drafted uh, him in Toronto when I was there, and he was in that group of uh, Fred Van Fleet and, and Kyle and DeMar and that whole group, and I would play him with those guys. He would be like the th- second point, you know, second guard. So you could just see the growth of, of, of DeLon, and he got paid going to Dallas, and then I kept up with his career 
uh, there, and he he and JD Dubois were roommates. They played together at, at Utah, and <clears throat> so we had that connection. So I, he knows the system. He knows the terminology. It's the same terminology, the same system we had in Toronto. So uh, he has that advantage. But again, he has a, a different vibe about him, Rick. He's slithery mm-hmm. when he gets in the pick and roll situation. He's got great footwork when he gets around the basket. Uh, and so he, he's a guy that just needed also needed an opportunity. He kind of got out of the rotation in Dallas. He kind of got out of the rotation in Toronto a little bit because he was behind Laurie and Van Fleet, Fleet and also DeMar. So uh, this is an opportunity for him here. Uh, and it, just like I told Dennis Smith, it's an opportunity for him. And so uh, I hope that, uh, that Delon is a part of our growth process uh, years to come, and uh, you know he's a great kid. He's a worker, but most of all, like you said, he knows the system, and that helps him uh, tremendously. So there's the Pistons head coach uh, Dwayne Casey on Sirius XM NBA radio, uh, radio last week with Zach Harper, Tim Legler, and the Pistons' own legendary bad boy Rick Mahorn. L- Love just hearing the conversation about building a team. Kind of starting over a little bit, but doing it the right way through the draft, picking up a a young free agent like Jeremy Grant and finding players that fit the system for what Troy Weaver and Dwayne Casey want to do. This is a guy in Dwayne Casey that's won over 440 games in the NBA and has been there and has built something in Toronto. And look what happened with the Raptors. They went on to win an NBA championship years later. Um, and so I, I love the direction that this team is headed. You love hearing from the coach talking about some of his young guys, whether it was DeLon Wright just now or Josh Jackson. Uh, certainly we mentioned Sadiq Bay earlier, Jeremy Grant. This is you know, uh, Isaiah Stewart. Uh, th- these are the guys that you're going to build around and you're going to have here for a while to gel and mesh and then more draft picks to come and more opportunities, certainly for the likes of, of Troy Weaver and his staff to continue to build this thing and do it right. And in the Eastern Conference, where you look at the standings and everything else, this might be something that you can build uh, more quickly than, let's say, if the Pistons uh, were out west. It's been another uh, edition and installment, certainly the Pistons pod, right here at Pistons.com. Thank you for listening. My name is Matt Derry. We'll talk to you again next week.